Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Tuesday, September 27th, special teams coordinator Michael Clay spoke to the media. Hey, Michael, when you're going through the conversation with Nick and whoever else about the, uh, the positives and negatives of using Devontae as a returner, when do those conversations happen and what are the factors that go into it? Yeah, this is a, that's a good question. Like, we always have these conversations. Should we have these conversations before the season started? Because you obviously want to get your best players, you know, touches, the best players, the balls right there. And it all comes down to situational type things. Um, you know, what's the weather like, who we're facing and anything like that. So it's just one of those things where we've, we've had deep conversations and just in terms of, hey, how do we get our best players on the field and, and the ball in their hands? How much of a concern is that, though, when you see Smith being targeted 10 times a game and then you're using, using him in the punt return game? I mean, how do you balance how much do you use him? Yeah, it, it all once again like you balance everything in the game. It was early on in the game. He had really, you know, just to get him going right there. He had that one, then we didn't need to see him anymore else. And you saw what you did on, uh, on the offensive wise. So again, it's a it's a balance. I wouldn't say, you know, if we're going to be up three scores or something like that, hey, let's throw Devonte in there for. It has to be a, a situation where we're going to throw him in there, or you know, just to get something going. What can you do to get the punt return game going? Yeah, I thought, you know, we took a little baby step forward in terms of outside of the muff. Obviously, that's we just never good to have the ball on the ground and everything. But, you know, when you have three returns of 12 yards plus, you know, we got to eliminate that penalty at the end of the second quarter with Josh and everything. You know, and, you know, it was a physical play, but we just got to reel them back and, you know, use your hands more than anything else or just get in the guy's way, not put our offense in a bad situation going into a two-minute drive. But, you know, those three, you know, obviously Devontae had the 12, got the ball to the 44. You know, the one where Britton in the right corner over there caught it at the 10, got 12 yards to the 22. That's another first down for the, for the offense where they don't have to think about being backed up and everything. And then the last one, you know, Britton did a heck of a job pressing it, cutting it, getting that ball to the 42-yard line. So baby steps, we've gotten a little bit better in terms of the punt return game. You know, with three, when you have three, four 12-yard returns in a game, you're starting to feel better. Guys are starting to feel a little bit more confident getting going. And the guy that's really kind of helped out in that is uh, Zach Paschal, you know, physical presence, dropping back, just giving that extra that extra blocker for, for the returner right there just to keep guys away. But, you know, it takes all 11. It takes myself, Joe P., and Tyler, you know, to, to game plan, get these guys going and, and rearing to go. And, you know, the, the cool thing about it was – you guys saw Britton, you know, he was taking a couple of hits, but he popped right back up, and that feeds into the momentum of those guys, you know, we came in yesterday, and they kept seeing it, but he got right back up, and they're, they're going to be willing to block for him and protect him as much as possible. What's your overall impression of Britton during this kind of like an extended tryout where he's kind of been called up three times in a row? I, th I think Britton's done a really good job. Um, I think Britton, you know, first three weeks in the NFL against some real dudes, you actually feel the real speed of some guys. This isn't, you know, the third preseason game or the second preseason game or in practice. You know, you got guys that, you know, I believe Chris Boyd is one of the best gunners in the, in, in the league. Percy Butler's a really good gunner. You know, those guys in Detroit, you know, you start feeling some, really, some real speed out there, but he's done a really good job in terms of protecting the ball. And once again, I know he muffed that, that ball right there and we can't have any situation where the ball's on the ground. But besides that, I, you know, he's putting his foot in the ground getting yards right there. So, you know, hopefully, you know, he keeps keeping this momentum. We're blocking better from, you know, one of those 12 yards, you know, springs for something bigger. What was the, uh, what was the 
teaching point? Was there a teaching point on the muff? And Britain was back on kickoffs. Why, why the, why, why the ship there as well? Uh, for in terms of the punt return, um, for Britain, you know, just get it squared up a little bit more. You know, uh, regardless of the situation, whether it's windy, rain, or anything, we got to have the ball. That's no excuse for the ball to be on the ground. But if he gets squared up right there, he could either, you know, fair catch it, catch it going forward, or if he doesn't feel comfortable with it, if, you know, if the ball takes a weird, you know, dive at the end, um, just peter it or poison it and get out the way, survive to see another down right there. But um, he was poised enough to get on it right there. And, you know, for him, just to see the, the guys covering right there, maybe just get out of bounds and save himself a hit right there. But just going back to the fundamentals of sprinting to the spot, winning with his feet first, then be able to have high hands and catch it. It kind of got to his side, and that's when you usually get in trouble when the ball, you know, slips through. If you're squared up, probably going to drop. If it does go through your hands, it's going to drop right in front of you. When it's to the side, it could take that weird bounce. About the we have a game. What's your view of how Sidbos is playing? Yeah, I think uh, Aaron's doing a good job. Obviously, you know, if you ask him, he'd be very disappointed himself in that plus 50 uh, range right there. We can't have any, you know, especially how the defense was playing. You know, if you can make a team go 90 plus, 92 yards, it's really tough. A little bit easier than 80 yards right there. But the cool thing with Aaron, you know, going back was in his confidence, he came back every time he had those touchbacks and had a good punt, 44 yards, 44 yards. Then he hit that 54-yarder and pinned him at the six. So I think Aaron's done a really good job. And, it, you know, it all starts with the protection with those guys, giving him a clean pocket. You know, we ask him, hey, did you feel anything? He's like, nope. So just him being confident, you know, he works hard every day, coming in Monday, you know, giving the extra lift. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, working with Aaron, uh, Rick, Jake, just, you know, keep it going, trying to keep the, the same stuff going for us. And you can see, you know, he had four inside the 20 uh, last game and how our defense was going. You're gonna you're gonna shorten up the field a lot. We would love to have six, and I think he would say he'd love to have six in the in the twenty uh, on Sunday. And that's you know something we got to strive for to be greedy and be perfect, regardless of what we're doing out there. So I think Aaron's done a really good job so far. I've had a couple of really poor you know moments the last few weeks with the blocked field goal and with the Jordan Davis penalty that gave them a first down, uh, you know, in the red zone. Uh, what? What's your feeling overall about how things are going? Do you need more veteran guys maybe on some of these units? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. You know, one of those things where we want to get better at is just eliminate those ugly plays. You know, we can't be a team, a special teams unit that has good spurts. You know, you know, in the Minnesota game, our punt coverage is out there giving up one yard, four yards. Then we give the, the block field goal. That could change the game. Um, glass half full thinking it was a hell of an effort by Aaron and Jake. Kind of saved – you know, with the defense, gave him a, ch a fighting chance, and Avante got the interception on that one. So, glass half full, but we can't have any of those mistakes. You know, for the team that we want to be, especially a special team unit, we can't have those mental lapses or those technique lapses right there. Uh, and it starts with me more than anything else to get these guys locked in, regardless of what the score is. You know, it's human nature. You may get a little lax lackadaisical by the score or anything like that, but we got to be locked in regardless. And it goes, you know, the other way. Say, you know, we're in, we're in a tight battle. We need our special teams to make a big play and, you know, get that get that energy going similar to last year against Carolina. We need to be that unit. So it's just tightening it up myself and getting these guys more locked in because, you know, there is potential for us to be a good team, but we can't be a good team if we fail as a special teams unit, which starts with me, but we're, we'll get that corrected. And, you know, it starts on a, starts today upstairs getting the game plan ready, then it starts Wednesday with these guys. Jacksonville is a very good team. Obviously, as you guys saw, 
They've got some weapons out there with, you know, Jamal Agnew. You guys probably know about Jamal um, being a, a very dangerous returner. Heath is a great coordinator that was in Buffalo. So we got our hands full regardless of uh, who we're playing. So we got we to tighten up the ship and make sure we're not you know, giving up those bad, ugly plays that we've given up the last couple of weeks. But knowing these guys, they're ready to work. You know, with, with Jordan, yeah, it's one of those things where I just got I just got to push him wider. He's such a big man. It's not like he was really attempting to go. He was trying to get some penetration on the guard. Uh, he's just a large male, and he hit the long snapper on his way out. So it's just one of those things where we'll just kick him a little wider, so keep him out of that out of harm's way that way. So Nakobe Dean played 20 snaps, I think, on special teams. How is his progress coming along playing special teams after really not having done it before? Uh, and what are some of the challenges to kind of adjusting in, into that role? Yeah, you know, Nakobe, he's just such a good football player. It's not much of an adjustment. It's just making sure he gets up to speed. And, you know, with you know, there's such different rules in in college to the NFL. But I think Nakobe's done a really good job. You know, in the Minnesota game, you know, he uh, he made a heck of a play on kickoff coverage. He's mad at himself that he missed that tackle on one coming out of half right there. So he wants to strive and get and, and get better and get good at really being a core four guy. You know, and he's patient. He, you know, it's really cool to see Nakobe. You know, Kobe came in and you know he's got you know business mindset, business mindset, but now you see a little bit of his personality coming out within the special teams unit and everything like that, and you see him out there as a right wing on punt, doing a really good job blocking right there. Punt return, you know, he's, he's very dynamic, you know, he's explosive, so uh, he's doing a really good job, and we're excited with all these guys. Um, like, like I said, we just got to keep getting better and be more consistent, you know, through, through three weeks. You know, we've been a little bit up and down, but we got we got to be more consistent in terms of that. But very excited about these young cats running out there, Patrick Johnson, Kyron, and Kobe. Then you got, I guess you would call them our veteran guys, Sean and, and uh, Kayvon out there. So it's uh, we we're gonna keep short, we're gonna keep working, we're gonna keep striving to be to be one of the better units out there. Mike, you touched on it a little bit, but when it starts to become clear that the team, you know, has potential to be good. Um, what does that do in terms of like the, the pressure from the special team standpoint to make sure that you're sort of living up to your end to, to get the team where it needs to go? Yeah, I don't know if there's a, an added pressure or anything. I think it just it goes down to what we've been doing since OTAs. You know, if we're fundamentally sound and we play, you know, fast and be a physical unit and do what we need to do week in and week out, it'll all take care of itself more than anything else. But, you know, it, it's all, you know, everything's still a learning process a little bit, but we can't be you know, we can't take time to keep learning. We got we got to catch up, and that starts with myself. Get these guys going, so we're living up to that to that level that we know we can play to. Two more, please. On the punt return, what do you think the key is blocking wise to give Britain a little bit more room, a little bit more time to operate? Yeah, you know, it always starts. You know, on the outside. You know, if we could eliminate the gunners, give Britain, you know, a clear mind, 10, 12 yards. It makes it a lot easier for him to make that first cut more than anything else. But, you know, regardless of you know, who's on the outside or who's punting, we just got to make sure in our matchups, are we doing our fundamentally sound thing? Are we giving a gap in between the coverage and where Britain is right there? And there is some times where we have given it, and you see it. He gets 12 yards. He gets 13 yards right there. And, you know, when, you, when you're able to get a first down every time, it kind of takes that – that load off right there of the offense. Now they can open up the book right there to get going. So it's it's a two-phase thing. We got to take care of the gunners and we got to take care of the interior. Then we got to get we got to get north and south. Which I think he did a really good job against Washington getting north and south. And you know 
I keep telling them, puncture the coverage, puncture the coverage. Maybe that second, third time, then that big one comes. But it's all about, you know, handling the outside, handling the interior, then getting going north and south more than anything else. A lot of report came out that, that you guys worked out a punter last week. What was the impetus behind that? You never want to go in uh, going against a lefty punter and not seeing one. So I think that was the biggest thing to see, a lefty punter, you know, for Britain and everything like that. The last time he saw one was in college. But it's a little bit different how the ball's flying and everything. So there's, you know, Howie does a great job of getting everybody ready regardless of the situation. You know, whether it's rain, whether it's a lefty uh, punter, a lefty kicker, we're going to do everything we can to get these guys ready for Sunday. Hey, we didn't get get a chance to talk to you last week. Uh, Curious, what what did you see on the block? Not Aaron and Jake after, but both went wrong. Yeah, just you know, fundamentally, we kind of we kind of shut down a little bit on our on our blocking right there. But again, you know, you got to give kudos to Pat Pete. You know, you're not a, a veteran corner and a, a guy that's blocked a lot of field goals without studying and being really good at his job. We got to get a better job of punching him and just redirecting him a little bit right there. But again, you know, a lot a lot of these guys in this league get paid a lot of money to make big plays, and Pat Pete's one of those guys that does a very good job off the edge, but we just have to do, do better in terms of our protection and fundamentals, just you know, deterring his path so he doesn't have a straight path towards our block spot right there. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.